game begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 15 of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I'm your host, Andrew, and joining me today are my fellow dad, Zach. Akio listeners. Kevin. That's me. And Trip. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> Party foul. Not even like, close to Harry Potter. I just. <laughs> Not even in the I've never seen it. Remember? Of course. Well, hey, guys, in a few minutes, we are going to be diving into the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter and sharing with one curmudgeon of a dad who is with us today on why he needs to love it. But before we do that, I want to give a quick shout out to Kevin because his That's birthday me. is hey, this week. What? 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 Birthday, buddy. Yeah. Listen, Kevin, what living exactly through 2020, birthday? living through 2020 is not a small feat. Yeah, the ninth. <laughs> yes, okay, so your birthday's on the ninth. Cool. On the ninth. So by the time this airs, it'll be passed. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you basically celebrating your 31st birthday again? Sure. Okay. I don't care about that. (laughs) For the 13th time? Yeah. Something like that. Or the 12th time? Something like that. 42nd. Hey. Okay. Okay. The 11th time. Pardon. See, I was going to go with like 67th because you all are an old fart. The same in auction. Well, 42. That's the only thing about this year that's not odd. What? Oh, uh, yeah. no, I, I, <laughs> mm, well, I'm uh, on pun. that note, before we get into our discussion about Harry Potter, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Well, I wish I could have had this for the Mario episode, but my, yeah. All right. Is everyone familiar with the Mario ground slam? I mean, if, you, if you've, yeah, ground pound. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. do it all the time in Mario Park. If you play we call game. the booty bomp at my house. The booty oh, bomp. That's right. There okay, we that's go. Okay. For it. Sweet. Well, Rowan, he just pees an exorbitant amount at night. And we've tried the super exorbitant diapers. We've tried everything. And we eventually just opted to do a size bigger than he wears and put two of them on that boy. Because it's just life's, <laughs> life is too short just to be cleaning down. out baby sheets every morning. Anyway. Oh, my God. So with this double padding, he you discovered. You did say sheet, right? Sheets. Yes. Okay, I cool. Did. Just check. All right. Um, That's and, a whole other conversation. And, and they happen. So, uh. But he discovered that with all this extra padding, he can jump up and just land <laughs> flight on his butt. <laughs> what he failed to realize is that when he, is when he's so in good. his regular size four diaper. Oh no! And he decides oh. to sit in Daddy's lap to read a book. Oh no! Ground pound ain't so fun. <laughs> and so his next sibling may come out with a flat head because uh, so the uh, the family oh, jewels were ground pounded since he learned. So wait, it still. sounds like he still had plenty of fun. You were the yeah, one who oh, he enjoyed it all. He had okay. a blast. But uh, uh, let me just say this: Brown Bear was a couple of octaves higher that read. I thought you were. Gonna, yeah. I thought you, you were, were seeing home. some stars. I, I was. I was. I almost uh, when went you from said, Mario to Princess Peach. When you said Rowan <laughs> doesn't realize when he's wearing his regular size fours, ground pound, ground pound ain't so fun. I thought you were going to say like he just jumped flat on his butt. Yeah, that's on the right. Floor, I thought it was or like on like a toy that. or something. I thought, like, yeah, I thought totally he compacted his spine his or something, but no. Well, that went a completely different that direction. That also did happen, but I thought I wouldn't share the story of my son injuring himself. I thought I would share the story of him injuring me, but thank you for just A, a wise decision, out the I have to say. I very <laughs> much enjoyed it. Yes, yes, and yes, indeed, indeed. It's much more fun for us. For yeah, sure. it was uh, It was much more private. <laughs> Anyone else? 
Yeah, so we just got back from our 14th wedding anniversary trip Ooh, as well. Congratulations. Wow. Congrats, man. Yeah, 14 years. And so I realized that it's going to be awesome to be a grandparent. Like, as much as I love my kids. Oh, yeah. Like, because you can just hand Already them off and go. And just it. like, I'm done with you. I've sugared <laughs> you up. I'm done. Um, <laughs> Take this one back. Yeah, but what I really wanted to share was what my kids call my parents and Margaret's parents. Oh, okay. It's always it's always interesting the lottery that occurs when it comes to grandparents. Oh, this is amazing. So okay, bring it. Felicity named them when she was like three or four. Okay. And so when you're that age, you don't understand like family trees and like mm-hmm. your parents never had parents when they were that old. Oh, no, no, right, no. right. So back then it was you know grandma and grandpa, and she was like, no, everybody needs a nickname. Like that cannot be <laughs> what we call them. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh boy. So she calls my parents and all my all my kids call them this now. Well, yeah, okay. she's the oldest. So she gets the naming, right? She gets the name. So my parents are Papa and Candy Cane is what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Where that sounds that like that sounds like celebrities naming their children. So, like, okay, so, you're yeah, Papa and, and yeah. you're Candy Cane. You're Apple, you're Siri. <laughs> and they'll sign stuff for them. Like when they send them birthday cards, it's signed Papa and Candy Cane. And, and so that's what she calls my parents. How, how did that come about? She's what well, was just one of those like everybody it's the needs mind a of a three year old. So she everybody just was like, oh, well, pick candy cane. Yeah, grandma candy. smells I, like peppermint. Well, yeah. it wasn't even like Christmas time or anything. No, it was no, it was a random Tuesday with Felicity. Grandma likes red stripes. So then she named them first, and then we're like, well, mommy's grandma and grandpa needs names too, right? Oh, she oh she was on a roll. Oh yeah, she got them both. Like she knocked them all out in a matter of like fifteen <laughs> okay. minutes. One fell swoop. Let's just make this happen. So they are lollipop and pickles. <laughs> that is so much wow and, so, and that's what all my kids call wait them. which one's lollipop and which one's pickles grand yeah. grand Pick, pickles, gra- pickles pickles is grandpa lollipop pickles is, is grandpa. grandma yeah okay. okay and so now and now since maximilian has always grown up with this like every time something like any celebration for pickles comes around he'll buy them like pickle socks or pickle shirt oh, or oh pickles my tie. goodness yeah it's awesome I'm picturing yeah, Grandpa pickles. pickles from the from the Rugrats. Does anybody so, yeah. remember Grandpa well, Pickles? Well, at least yeah. at least it keeps things kosher. So I've yeah. already picked out my new nickname. You really and it's have um, to Lego. Lego. <laughs> you got Lego and Lego. There we go. There, that's a smart gift move. Yeah. Right so I'm now. very <laughs> curious on what my kids are gonna wind up naming me and Margaret um, as we get money over. bags. <laughs> Pretty much twenty dollar bills. Yeah. So I'm thinking. All right, Rowan. Can I live your here still? Amazon gift yeah. card. Free rent. <laughs> meal ticket. Money bags and meal ticket. <laughs> We've cracked the code. Yes. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, hey, enough dad talk. Let's get into some nerd talk. And uh, we'll get that started right after this. Be sure to check out Dadgum Nerds on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to know what the dads are up to, get the latest updates on the show, or constantly laugh with us along the way, then you can find us on social media at Dadgum Nerds. That's at Dadgum Nerds, spelled D-A-D-G-U-M-N-E-R-D-S. Catch you later, Dadgum Nerds. All right, this week we are talking some serious Harry Potter. But Trip has recently alerted us to the fact that he just doesn't like it. Now, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, let's, (laughs) let's, let's Let's be clear here. 
I've you never said anything about my affinity to it one way or another. I uh-huh. have read the first book and seen the first movie. Wow, you're it so just wasn't for me. I didn't say I disliked it, and I'm so, not one of those people that go, "Oh no, Harry Potter, that's evil." No, 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 Harry Potter in my well, house. Well, so do you just it's like just kicking not puppies something for I ever your hobby? Then do you just like do kicking, I like puppies, kicking for your puppies for your hobby? What? Yeah, okay, How do we I'm go from Harry Potter to kicking puppies? <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, I agree to be part of this discussion, but I'll be danged if I'm going to let you guys disparage my character throughout it. So tread lightly because the the end button is very easy to click from on my (laughs) side. (laughs) So, okay. So you have uh, seen the first movie. First movie, read read the first book. book. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it just didn't take. No, it just, it didn't. I mean, I watched it and then like, it just wasn't. I remember in sort of enjoying it in the moment, um, but it wasn't one of those things where it was like, I've got to find out what happens next, or I've got to rewatch that or reread mm-hmm. that, or mm-hmm. I was just not a rabid fan. Now, yeah. how old were you when you first read the book and watched the first movie? 14. Okay. okay. So you, you were in yeah. prime territory to enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. I read the first book right um, shortly after it came out. And then I remember being at my, my grandmother's house one time, uh, maybe, you know, six months after it came out on video and actually seeing it on, um, I think it was like HBO or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wait, so you were watching HBO at 14. Dude, I was watching HBO before that. Well, wow. yeah, I had better content on it. <laughs> I wasn't well, watching I was HBO. Younger. I flipped through channels, saw it, and it was on HBO. I was oh, not. Yeah. It's not. It's not like I was like, okay, I'll watch this until the wire comes on. Yeah, I, I was, was watching. <laughs> I was, you know, no, kids, kids these days will not understand what channel surfing was actually like. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You had to use that TV no, guide no, channel. No. Yeah, the first film came out 19 years ago for people. Oh my! That 2001. 2001. Yeah. So when did the, so the books probably came out? What ninety nine? I think it was the 99. first book. That sounds about right. Well, no, Rowling wrote them in England in the early nineties, and it yeah, actually when did it first actually get released. The first. You know, I book. should have done my homework before I did. I'm this, pretty but. sure Scholastics didn't release uh, Sorcerer's Stone in America until like ninety six. But I want to say 1990. they were nineteen ninety. Scholastic published ninety is when it first came out. Nineteen ninety in the U.S. or in the U.K. Uh, excuse me. Oh wait, 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 wait. I, nope, I take that back. Because I was like, because I was like, hold on. First off, it was released first as the Philosopher's Stone because right. that's an actual thing from okay. mythology. Okay, she conceived of the idea in nineteen ninety, and that's where I got that gotcha. mixed up. Oh, you first were about to get us so many angry letters. <laughs> and uh, the book was first published in June nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. Oh, okay, I was close. I said ninety six, but yeah. So when so it came to America, when the first book came out, when it came to America, they're like, eh, American kids are dumb. They're not going to know what the Philosopher's a Stone philosopher. is. Let's <laughs> just call it the Sorcerer's Stone. So Ooh, they'll know so this book is about cooler. wizards. <laughs> so much cooler. Um, okay. So did you, you did the first book, you watched the first mm-hmm. movie, did your due diligence on that. Just didn't yeah. take. Just um, didn't so take. like if you could, you know, like have control of it, like if you were to change something and actually enjoy Harry Potter, like what <laughs> do you think you would change? I would increase the number of lightsabers by about 43%. Okay. So still and zero. The- <laughs> okay. So just make it from a fantasy to a sci-fi. So basically no, just a I different mean, genre. Again, again, like, okay, I saw it a long time ago, so I don't know that I, like I said, I don't know that there's anything I disliked about it. Okay. Um, I don't think this conversation is going to go the way you guys want it to. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not much more help. <laughs> no. But the um, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like just, okay. Just for the sake of this conversation, um, even as a kid, I didn't love watching movies where kids were the main characters. Oh. I will say that I might be Why? more, I, well, like I didn't want to see, I didn't care that, you know, we met Anakin Skywalker as a, as a nine-year-old. So like you didn't watch the Goonies, the pre- you didn't watch Sandlot, you didn't watch Hook. I, I watched like, all those. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't watch all of those. And Robbie you just Williams said you didn't like it just, it, didn't, it wasn't your thing. Right. It just wasn't my thing. I just was more interested in, you know, uh, I guess teenage and adult adventures for one mm-hmm. reason or another. Huh. Yes, I've seen Goonies. I've seen Hook. I've seen Sandlot and everything like that. But Again, I guess those just aren't things. I that just kind of this fell into to. the same. Yeah. They fell into the same category. I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah. That. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, like, this isn't fantasy for me. I am a kid. So, Kevin, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Kevin, just to get a gauge on this conversation, Kevin, you've only seen the movies at this. I've point. seen every single movie. Okay. So you've nice. seen spinoffs, so spinoffs, including and, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes. Okay, I so it's a Harry that, Potter actually. movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. I can see that. Um, so what are your just overall impressions of the series? Like, you know, rate your fandom as basically. a movie only fan. I mean, it's fine. It's fun. It's like, it's never like, what do you want to watch for movie night? It's Harry Potter's never going to be in my top 20. Okay. Right. Hmm. Okay. That, that's a, uh, that's solid. And then Zach, I know you are probably the most rabid Harry Potter oh, fan. I'm on the opposite end of the He's spectrum. Foaming at the mouth as we I've, speak. I've <laughs> taken every test. I've been sorted. I've done both Hogwarts. <laughs> I've done the American Ilvermoney sorting. So I'm a proud Gryffindor and Thunderbird baby. I don't even know what what's that. what is American Ilvermoney. Right. <laughs> what did you say? Ilvermoney is the uh, American. All right. So I'm about to go Aaron. Lord of the oh, Rings ish on Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter is my Aragorn rant equivalent oh. to Aaron. And so Hogwarts is the I English school. Ilvermoney is the American Wizarding School, which you do see reference uh-huh. to and hear about in the Fantastic Beasts uh-huh. Where to Find Them. And I will step uh-huh. down now so that we can continue with uh-huh. this episode because I Good. will go on. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Zach. Much appreciated. <laughs> and then for me, I um, I didn't get into the series until later on in life. I was in college when I got into the um got into the stories for even the first time started off with the movies and then ultimately read the books. Um, I, well, we were exact, roommates actually when you read the books, right? I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. So what? 2013, no, 2014, 2015, yeah, 2014. Yeah, Cause I remember you were like, okay, I'm on the fifth book. And I was like, Oh, that's so exciting. Cause this and this and this and this and this and this. And you're like, well, don't spoil it for me, Zach. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> just, just tell me when you get to this part and then let's talk. I, and I it's was inter- that guy. And it's interesting that you can watch the movies and still have things spoiled for you inside the book the the books are that rich mm-hmm. oh i mean you only get what maybe 40 percent of the narrative because they i mean it's like when they had to adapt lord of the rings you have to cut things out because mm-hmm. it's you only got two hours well, movies can't tell you what people are thinking books can't yeah, <laughs> there's right. a, there's and you spend a good deal of time in the books inside of harry's head Mm-hmm. his very um, emo head come book five yeah. so trip do you think you'd ever give this a second go like you know hey let's just try it see if it takes again uh, yeah, yeah, sure Maybe. sure i mean yeah <laughs> wow. i mean i'm kind of like I'm, I'm kind of in the same vein as kevin like there's so many other things i have on my netflix queue and things like that oh incidentally just quick aside um i have rented have not watched yet but it is sitting in my amazon queue i have rented three amigos so nice. that will be that is that so much be, more important than Harry Potter. Hey, you shut <laughs> so, your dirty mouth. So, you're, see, you're going like, to understand so many more references once you watch okay. that. Movie. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> I, 
I you hope I'm not disappointed. Faith, faith, faith used to talk up. Um, it's a sweater. Uh, faith used to talk up a Christmas vacation, and I think I laughed oh. hard once. And it was mm. the it was the portion where he just shot <laughs> shot down the hill while he was sledding. Uh, and left a trail of fire behind him. But anyway, I digress. I, I, had, the, the same, I had the same I reaction. I, um, um, oh, what's it called? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. I guess I could be convinced. It's just like, it's one of those things I go, I'll get to it after I watch these 1100 other things I have that I want to well, watch. Are there any other fantastical magic stories that you ever got into? Like Artemis Fowl or Merlin? Like just... So, so, Honest to God, so no. you, already, your head, no. you already come Man, into this where yeah. like wizards have never really interested you as a main point. I, I like, um, I do love, uh, King Arthur. I love all things okay. King Arthur related and I do like Merlin, but I've seen, I've seen, you know, Merlin TV series and movies. I've seen the first Harry Potter movie. I've seen Aragorn, uh, Aragorn, Aragorn. Oh, Aragorn. No, I'm with so the, sorry you watched that. I, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying uh, you, you called me a curmudgeon at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> it's not like I'm just sitting on my lawn going, <laughs> Harry Potter, do it. I've, there's, not there's been quite a bit, of, there's been quite a bit of fantasy fair that has come across my TV screen. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, so you at least you're you're willing to give it a fair shot one day, maybe. So so what you're saying is partial yeah. it's partial laziness, not indifference. Moving on. Uh, this, <laughs> yeah, I'll then, answer that question later. And then Kevin, at this point, do you <laughs> at, Kevin, at this point, do you have any inclination to read the books really whatsoever? I don't read for entertainment. Like unless okay. like, Kevin's looking up the word inclination. Yeah. <laughs> Like I read, I'll read for like personal development stuff and stuff I want to learn. Okay. But when I want to be entertained, I, I I'll pick up a comic book, but I won't pick up an actual book. Now here's the thing about pictures. the Harry Potter books, though, is it does have literary value. Mm-hmm. I have seen few works of literature that had foreshadowing and pre-planned elements so well crafted. I so agree. I'm not saying it's going to be Charles Dickens in a hundred years. But I do think there will be a couple of school curriculums out there that will reference Harry Potter as a way of foreshadowing. Alone. If I'm not mistaken, there have been some college courses actually been created around it as well. Oh, I college courses. You can, take Klingon. And you can take Klingon. Like actually, that. Aaron. For anything. I want to say Aaron actually. No, no, it wasn't Aaron. It was another friend of mine. He got into Harry Potter because he could actually earn scholastic points by reading them for school credit. Okay. So it was like if you read Harry Potter, it was like two hundred points, and you could get a lollipop for you know two hundred or you know. You save could get up. a grandparent. You could get a grandparent <laughs> for reading that. <laughs> well, if you're a Kevin's family, you could get his. Yeah. <laughs> so Zach, how in the world did you get introduced to Harry Potter? At so first? it's funny because as big of a fan as I am now, I was a curmudgeon to begin with. <clears> so <throat> my best friend in elementary, he was obsessed with Harry Potter. I mean, he had the books, the movies, the games, he even had this Harry Potter magic playground that was basically just a Whoa. collection of uh, continuous blowing air holes. And there would be like a little foam ball that would hover, but you would wave your wand to make it look like you were controlling it. Anyway, okay. it, you could probably find it on Amazon now for like $500, but <laughs> he had everything. And I was that kid to where if someone was like, you have to do this thing, I would be like, no, 
I'm not going to do that thing because I'm going to be different. <laughs> so while all of my Jared, friends were I getting took obsessed. I and threw it on the ground. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm part of your system. Listen, I'm the guy who in church when the pastor's like, can everyone say amen? I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. So anyway. I'm uh, still that guy. <laughs> since, since he was so into it, I decided to totally not be into it. And that Christmas, my grandma, bless her heart. She was like, I heard all the kids are into this, so I bought Aww. you these first two books. So your grandma so, started so off the addiction. So funnily enough, my grandma gave me those books, and I smiled and said, thank you, grandma, and then threw them up in the attic and oh. was like, I refuse to read these. Wow. Well, when I hit middle school, randomly, I wasn't watching HBO, but I was watching ABC, <laughs> and as a Christmas special... They had the first Harry Potter movie on as a Christmas because it has special. A Christmas moment in it. I know. I'm like every Harry Potter has a Christmas movie. I mean, that's Die like Hard saying Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. Die Hard right. is a Christmas different movie. episode. Agreed. But anyway, um, so I watched it. Speaking of and I didn't realize that it was it was directed <laughs> by Christopher Columbus, and I loved his yep. movies growing up. Mm-hmm. Like when, what when I think Gremlins childhood and movies and well, yeah, and Hook. I mean, mm-hmm. like I I think he did a great job of he creating didn't do childlike Hook. Steven Spielberg. He also crossed the ocean blue in 1492. Different one, but I can see what you did there. Dad Mm -hmm. jokes. Um, (laughs) But uh, I, that's how it feels. That's how it feels when somebody (laughs) makes a bad joke and takes the wind out of our sails. That's exactly how it feels. So welcome to our world. I was just trying to think, how do I bring this back from 1492 to Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to that my job. That is a job. question that Thank goes through you. our heads every podcast. <laughs> this is what the other side feels like. like. What do I? What do I do with this dust? Like this hot potato that you caught, you toss in our laps. Now what do we do? <laughs> what do I do? Right, with I'm this sorry. Thing? I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Uh, I prefer that usually. So <laughs> we. Uh, so anyway, I was like, okay, that was not a bad movie. You know what? I think I should actually read that Christmas gift my grandma gave me. So I went up in the attic, read the first two books, and then I was just absolutely so hooked after how that. Much, in the how attic? much time had a lot? <laughs> yeah, how old were you in the attic. when this happened? <laughs> so when my I came grandma, back down, I was 15. <laughs> well, when my grandma gave me the books, I was like eight or nine. And then I okay. think I was 13 when oh, I actually so read the first four-ish two. Four-ish years. Four and five I mean, years. I, I devoured those first two. I read the first two books over a weekend. Oh, I mean, it, wow. it was like, wow. once I started, I'm like, this is incredible. Oh my word, grandma. I'm so sorry. That's a book in a day. <laughs> oh, listen, I mean, like, good I, math there, good math there <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying that's like, that's reading with no breaks, uh, in the course of a day, except for, I mean, I hope you <laughs> took some, when you're, thir- breaks, when you're 13, what else you gotta he's do? He's reading on the toilet. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was homeschooled. I was getting all so. my work done by like 1130. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was one of those things. So anyway, um, I, I loved it. And then I went and bought all the other books and then I got into Harry Potter hard. Like I listened to podcasts. I was on forums. I joined MuggleNet. I joined oh, Le- wow. leakycauldron.com, which was the English version of MuggleNet. I mean, I was that. <laughs> okay, Ser- serious question. Why? Like, what, <laughs> what did you get? Uh, no, I'm like, I'm completely, I'm completely serious here. What, what were you doing on these forums and listening to these podcasts for? What was, what was the point? What, what, what itch was that scratching? So was I that think fulfill- the how was that fulfilling you? Harry Potter sticks with people, especially younger kids is mm-hmm. that it creates this new world to discover that's very rich and fleshed out. 
but it also provides something and that's tribalism because you have these very distinct houses. You have the good side, you have these very distinct families. And I, I was scratching my head of like, why is this such a big thing with late elementary and middle school kids? I'm like, all right, psychologically, that's when you are trying to determine who are you? And so Mm. here you have this fantasy world where you can vicariously choose, oh, I'm Ravenclaw. I'm all about book smarts and solve this by reason. Or no, man, I'm Hufflepuff. I just like being Mm -hmm. with people and being there. Represent. (laughs) Yeah. Every day I'm huffling. Um, But then you've got Gryffindor. And I mean, they're your classic courageous protagonists. You know, all Harry Potter, Hermione, Ron, all that's Gryffindor house. And then you've got Slytherin and... You know, it's the same people that go to Dragon Con that dress up as Empire and they're like, Empire forever. That, that's the Slytherin folks. So gotcha. I think it's the tribalism, but also you have a world where you can vicariously have all of your modern inconveniences taken care of because magic lets you do anything. Like, I don't want to do the dishes. Desherio and all of your dishes are clean. <laughs> but so, so I think that's what hooks gets you started as a younger kid is you're like, ah, oh, this is my tribe. I'm really connecting with these folks. But then Mm -hmm. the books get steadily more mature Mm -hmm. and it's funny how they were spaced out to where like I got into it in middle school. So I got into Harry Potter right as book five was coming out. Yeah. Cause I was about to say the books had, hadn't all come out at that point. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that part of those forums were trying to predict where the story was going to go. So so for me, the other thing trip is like, if you get into this, you will primarily have to avoid spoilers of, okay, this didn't, you know, I already know kind of this happened because so-and-so told me Don't worry, for you're an us, adult and it was, it was, I mean, it's the same thing when the new star Wars movies came out. I was like, who were um, raised yeah. parents? Who's, yeah. who's Snoke yeah. for us? It was, is Snape good or bad? You know, who's what's Dumbledore going to do? How's Voldemort going to come back? So just all of these questions. And it was really fun to get on forums and compare notes with people. And since there was such a big body of literature, cause I mean, they're not short books. I mean, they get progressively longer no. You had people going, hey, on page 396 of book four, they talk about talking to the the toad of Lazarus. And then in book seven, that what toad comes back reading? and croaks. I, I'm trying not to. I'm just, this is a spoiler free example oh, okay. for trip. So there is no toad of Azeroth. So um, <laughs> maybe the toad of Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that that's how that's I got funny. really into it. And I think that's why it sticks with people. But I see. again, it also ultimately boils down to the story of good versus evil. Yeah, and it's clear it's lines. Clear, it's clear it's lines. Bigger things. Because the, it was a long time before you had any other property that had such clear good and evil, regardless mm-hmm. of genre. Well, mm-hmm. and it, it was refreshing that you did have this clear, demarcated light versus dark. I mean, even they even call it light magic, dark magic. And that there was consequences for dark magic. So even the people who were, hey, I'm pro Slytherin. You also can't abide by, okay, well, they're doing legit dark magic that includes very horrible things. Like you well, can't countenance and, that. And it's not that Slytherin was like always the dark side. The most had, the most dark wizards had popped out of there in the books. It's really that they were the most ambitious and desired power. Yeah, they had positive um, traits, but very often they were used toward evil ends. So so anyway, I think that's why it stuck with people. And it's still, it's still part of the cultural conversation is because I think ultimately people desire to have those clear lines. Well, I also, I came into the series late. Um, I came in at college, like I had said earlier. Um, Harry, I was in a household that just didn't read Harry Potter growing up. Didn't and, read? 
Uh, no, we read plenty. <laughs> no. That that Pizza Hut challenge that was back in the day for books. Uh, book oh it. man, book it. We, uh, oh man, we totally awesome. tore up some it. personal pain pizzas. Cherish those yes. stars. Um, and uh, boy, if I'd been reading Harry Potter back then, I could have gotten more pizzas. Man, missed opportunity. Pick shorter books if you're going for stickers on Book It. <laughs> exactly. Pick shorter exactly. books. Yes. Harry Potter. I read this smart. pamphlet. You got to read count? smart. Um, no, but I got into college cause, uh, you know, I had a little bit more freedom then I was like, I'm just going to try it out, see if it works. And I watched the first movie and was like, okay, this is, I can kind of see why people like this. And to your point trip, th- if I had stopped there, I'd been like, okay, this is, I, I, yay. Mm. It was the second one that caught my attention because how it built on the last one and the connectedness between the two, mm-hmm. how it expanded the world, but at the same time, adhering to the same rules that were in it blew my mind. It just, mm-hmm. just from the second book. And as it goes on, obviously that just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds on each other to where you're reading the last book or you're watching the last movie and elements from the first two books in this series are crucial coming are crucial to understanding in the events that are happening in the very last one. So Sounds my like little a lot mind, of work to be completely mind honest. Was, That's what I'm talking about. Trip. My it's mind like, was blown though at how much that, how she knew going forward, how the story was going to end. Well, and I, I, and mean, I had look, not seen a story that had done that to that level. Right. And well, it she's, blew I mean, my she's mind. She's clearly, she's clearly, I mean, she's clearly very talented as an author, but yes, I'm not seeing it so far. Like I res- I respect what you guys are saying and I appreciate the the fandom and the and the appreciate I appreciate the appreciation you have for the properties, but none of this is convincing me to pick up a book or turn well, on a movie. So, well, <laughs> so you stopped at the first one. I mean, well, that would be like watching the first season of The Office and being like, "Eh, it doesn't do it for me." Why would you wait three missed. seasons before it gets good? Exactly. Gets good. But you don't have <laughs> exactly. to wait. You just have to get to the second one. And, and so, I will say, in your defense of all the movies and stories, the first one is the most insular in the sense that it has a very defined beginning, middle, end, and it yeah. does have a semi-satisfying ending. But mm-hmm. once you get into two, everything ends on that, oh my gosh, I got to know how this resolves. I mean, it, was so, the, it was the new hope it. for that. Like, they had, she had to write it as oh, if yeah, it was you the have only book. To, yeah, that's a very yeah. good... Very yeah, good you, comparison. You absolutely had to do that. But I mean, the Empire Strikes Back is basically. Yeah, books two that's the one six. that everyone loves. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and so like to your point, Trip, I, I could have watched the first one and been perfectly happy and was like, eh, whatever, you know, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll give it a shot. I kind of like that. We'll just check it out. And it was the second one that mm-hmm. hooked me. And so, we didn't even know what we had because my biggest complaint with a lot of new properties that are coming out these days is that it's so clear they haven't pre-planned. Exactly. Like, like mm. Game of Thrones. They had such <laughs> momentum and then it was very clear they had no idea how to land that. Never seen or, uh, I have Star never Wars. seen an episode of Game of oh, yeah. Thrones. Star Wars, I... this new trilogy or, or Once Upon trip. a Time. We should hang out more. <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> Or, or once upon a time, it, that that's a show where it's very clear they had a great idea to start, but did not know how to finish. Never saw it either. Never seen it either. <laughs> wow. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Y- what? Again, Trips never seen something? Have... No way. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a no, fantasy. I, that was, that was an interesting one. I loved the pilot of that show, but that show took one of the steepest nosedives I've ever seen coming off a pilot ever. Mm. So Harry um, Potter, 
Yeah, I'm coming back to Harry Potter now. So, Zach, you actually made it to some of the book releases as well. <laughs> I, I was that guy. So oh, no. I was the guy who stayed up till midnight at Books a Million. Is that still a Ooh. thing? Are they still it open? Is a, there's, it yeah, still is. It's still a thing. Still okay. Yeah. Um, Joe Zach, we never, would have, we never would have crossed paths, but I actually worked at Books a Million when... Um, what? The the fifth the fifth uh, book was released. Oh, so so, so you were that have, guy who had to ask everyone, "Would you like to join our Books a Million Club? Would you like to join our Books a Million Club?" <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so did, did you have to work one of the releases trip? Yeah, I sure did. I sure really? did. Really? Which which? They so did you do uh, Half Blood Prince? One. Oh, the, the fifth, fifth one. one. Okay, Order of Phoenix. The fifth like book. like he had said previously. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I was tuning them out like normal. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I stayed up till midnight to go to the six book release. And so I, I was that guy. And actually books a million had a big deal where like you'd get a poster. They gave you a $10 gift certificate to books a million, mm-hmm. uh, which I then used on star Wars books. Cause I also was reading some great star Wars series at the same time. Um, and it was, it was a blast. I mean, people, some people dressed up in, in, uh, Hogwarts robes. I, I was not that deep. Um, but that's because I spent all of my limited money as a high schooler on Star, Star Wars, Wars costumes. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah. And then I also did it for the seventh book when it came out. It's funny you say the sixth book. My my wife's only book release that she's ever been to was Harry Potter six. She well, and I'll tell you, of all the books, that was the most important one to get the book at midnight because there was Chucklehead spoiling one of the most yeah pe- like story changing moments is at the end of six. And there was people that made t-shirts walking around with the page number of <laughs> so spoiling. Good. So that here's, here's what I'm getting six. from all this. Uh, the series is a lot of work and it has a loser fan base. <laughs> <No>. so, <laughs> Hold the no. phone. And, and I'll actually come back. I'll come back to you on that one trip. Because Shots fired. <laughs> no, because the books Losers? Are, Hey Trip, how many Dagum Nerds games have you won? I I've, I'm blanking. <laughs> oh. I don't think it, like that is a good. How bar. in the world is that an insult? Zero. <laughs> how in the world is that an insult? That I just means I'm living a much more fulfilling life because I don't have an answer. I think to these it's more ridiculous questions. So many. <laughs> I think it's more sad Trip, that I've I won as Trip many as I have. <laughs> I really hope Trip wins Harry Potter. Harry Potter game. I will eat crow. I just, I ran it just, it's, it would be funny. Like, like uh, anytime I uh, ever did like fantasy basketball or anything like that, had no idea what I was talking about. That's just the most fantasy you so ever hard. did. Fantasy that's basketball. Exactly, so hard. That's exactly that's what it would be like That's the lamest fantasy here. of all the fantasies. I might as well do fantasy ping pong. Fantasy well, one of, basketball. Well, one of the strongest. You can strongest, do fantasy golf. You can do fantasy golf. Fantasy one golf. of the strongest, one of the oh strongest gosh. ones is Harry Potter. So let's get back to that conversation. Okay, that's right. One of the strongest um, fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the game trip. of bring it no, back. sound weird to your point though of um it's a lot of work her writing style that's in it is simple but not simplistic and mm. uh, it's i really appreciated that about her style well that i was more commenting on the fact that i have to keep up with the with the content of seven books to appreciate the ending so, of the seventh book i mean well, and that, <laughs> that comes to another good cut point of the conversation which is let's talk books versus movies just take a week off trip. do we feel that you know <laughs> the movies are a better entry point to the series or do you feel like you should start picking up books and just you know dive head first in this thing i do not feel like i should pick up books <laughs> i will say i will say i am more likely to pick up the book right now than i am to watch the movie really, really? 
yeah, because I do. I, I am one of those guys that thinks the books are better than the movies. My, I'm not kidding. The, I, my favorite book since I was eight years old, because I read it when I was eight years old, was Jurassic Park. Um, and you? it, it go, buddy. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. Um, uh, but where was I going with that? But book books are things that I can pick up and put down a lot more easily than I can turn on and turn off a movie. Um, okay. so even though it would be a more, it would be a greater time commitment, um, in the long run and the short run, it would be easier for me to pick up and put down something for 30 minutes. Do you, um, listen Being to audiobooks at all? I hate audiobook fiction because really? I, be, because, because when I am reading, I am creating the voices and the characters in my own head and they sound ah, okay. exactly the way I think they should. Fair enough. And ah, the narrators yeah. in audio never match up with what I think they should sound like. So well, I much prefer to actually listen to nonfiction and read fiction. So uh, my wife introduced me to the Harry Potter audiobooks, and they are narrated by a guy named Jim Dale. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm kind of with you, Trip. I'm more on uh, fantasy audiobook. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. This guy's incredible and makes okay. these stories mm-hmm. come alive in a new way. He really is good. Um, does he I, literally I sound highly, like a woman yeah. when he's voicing the female characters? He does a lot of times. Oh, that's weird. Well, it's okay. also, <laughs> I know. Okay. It's also, right. it's also recorded in a very special format too, which makes it interesting. It's in mm-hmm. uh, Dobby surround sound. <laughs> I really don't know where to go from that one. Thank so, you. So, so I will Good say, night, everybody. <laughs> I just saw an, an interview with him and JK Rong was adamant that he actually recorded it word for word. So it, yeah. unlike some mm. audiobooks is actually word for word. He was having trouble saying one line and I think it was in book three. It was, uh, and Harry pocketed it. Oh, <laughs> pocketed, it. pocketed it. it. And so he, he couldn't get that line right for whatever reason. Hmm. So he he went to J.K. Rowling. Can he, can he? Can I just say Harry put it in his pocket? And she said, "No, mm-hmm. you have to say it as in the book." And Harry pocketed it. And so he does the <laughs> the audible for every single Harry Potter book, and that line shows up in every single Harry Potter book. After. Oh, wow. she yeah. trolled him! Yeah, that's oh amazing. My gosh. <laughs> wow, I did. That's a know middle that. finger if ever wow. I heard of one. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. Harry pocketed it. <laughs> she was like, I oh, won't do that Lord. again to you, Dale. JK. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so Trip, what we, what we end up doing um, and has worked really well for us is if we're going on a long trip somewhere, like mm. my in-laws are an hour and a half away. We end up going there fairly often. Hmm. Um, we'll just pop in the Harry Potter audiobook, and it's basically an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. So we'll knock out three hours of the sucker and it's, quite wonderful and makes trips go by very quickly. But, but reading the books Mm. as well, especially if you're that imagine in your head as you're reading kind of reader it, they're wonderful. You really should Mm -hmm. give the second book. I mean, you're going to need to reread the first to probably get a refresher, but the second book is when it gets real. The first one was that they stuck a wand up a troll, a troll's nose. And then when they pulled it out, it was covered in boogers. Yep. Well, you you have to remember as well, part of the story, (laughs) like book, book one is targeted for a much younger audience like right. specifically mm-hmm. like third grade elementary so troll boogers is hilarious sign me up but by the time yeah. you get to book seven there's some mature things that they're having very. to wrestle with very um well, aren't they that, like uh, 21 by the time the the final one rolls uh, around no, 17. 42. 42. Seven, every huh. book is a new year uh in their mm-hmm. life gotcha seven so. books seven years you got that math trip you good <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
You know, I there, I want to I want to go on record that anytime you guys have roasted me on this podcast, I've had a comeback, but I've had to censor myself because this is a family first <laughs> podcast. Well, <laughs> and, and I, I take I, advantage of that. Well, you. I can count your finger. Trip has one uh, finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> Looks more like one and a half. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I, yeah. OK. All right. I, I don't know. That's, that's that's the thing is like, I don't want to slog through. Let's just say the first three books when they're how old are they when Listen, they start book 10? three how, book has an incredible yeah in fact book book three mm. and movie three is aaron's favorite i don't want to i just don't want to i don't want to slog through the first couple of books they're not a slog to, get to the part eh, if you say so they're not I mean, war this, and peace man like they're really entertaining <laughs> that's why they have movies of them right right <laughs> two and a half <laughs> hours or 12 hours like what jim what's what jim gaffigan says about um uh, and, about about movies. People go, the book was so much better. Oh, really? You know what my favorite part of the movie was? No reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love Jim. Um, and some of the things that, I mean, kind of segues into some of the things that we feel like the movies did well. You know, for people who have not read the books, what are some things that the movies did well or did not do so well um, in there? Zach, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> Is that ever a question? Do I have thoughts? I, I, I get a, again, I would like to go to bed tonight. So, okay. Well, I will give you thought then. Um, I think, I think the movies do a fantastic job, particularly the first two of creating a sense of wonder through discovery. You as the audience are invited along with Harry to experience this new fantastical world. And it's fun to explore. And, and as a filmmaker, the movies get progressively more and more well shot uh, with the mm-hmm. exception of number four, which I promise not to get on my soapbox for that. It's no, legendary. Soapbox. It's legendary how long I can soapbox on how much I hate four as a movie. But film six actually was nominated for its cinematography in the Oscars. And totally so, deserved it. And totally deserved it. So as the movies progress, they're, the cinematic quality and production value and the acting for that matter, it like typically, up and up and up. typically when you think child actors, and, and I mean, granted, and, and one and two, they're kids. I mean, they, they were no names. Daniel Radcliffe was no one back then. So was Emma Watson, Rupert Grant. Yeah, no one knew them. I think the biggest name was, um, was probably Alan Rickman, I'd think. Of Alan all, Rickman. Probably at that um, point when the first one came out. Well, Alan Rickman or maybe Richard Harris, Richard Harris. as Dumbledore. Oh, who played, oh, oh my gosh, um, Maggie Smith, Dame Maggie Smith. Playing yeah. Oh, that's right. Maggie yeah, Smith, yeah. everyone knows Maggie Smith now because of Downton Abbey, which she's amazing. That powerhouse but, in that one. Um, anyway, uh, so I have not as a book Downton perspective, they, they okay. did a really good job of capturing the wonder and magic. And as, a, as filmmaking, <laughs> wow, thank y'all for having this bromance while I'm trying <laughs> to get a thought across. <laughs> Look, look, when every other dad wants to gang up on you about something, a bond is going to be forged. So (laughs) I mean, what do you really, whatever bromance is or is not there, you created it (laughs) because (laughs) you know, Harry Potter's fault. So, so so what you're saying is if you're going for the anti-Zach, you're the pundits. Okay. So moving on (laughs) trip. (laughs) Yes. What I, what I did appreciate about the movies as a whole is that, yeah, there's a lot more detail that the books obviously capture on and moments mm-hmm. that, you know, happened in the books that didn't happen in the movies. But as a whole, they did a really good job of adhering to the overall flow, hitting the high points mm-hmm. and really capturing the spirit of what the series is 
without having to go through massive amounts of details. So for you, yeah. obviously, I'd probably recommend just going through the movies and watching okay. it. If the books aren't your thing. I'd at least give the second one a shot. If you, if you watch okay. one and then two and you don't want to go on from there, mm-hmm. that's fine. But my my point to you is watch those two and two to me where it hooks a lot more people. Yep. Okay. They were fun. I, They're fun, entertaining they, I mean, trip. as like, they went on, they got... Go ahead. What'd you say, Kevin? I mean, they are fun, entertaining movies. Like there, there wasn't one that made me just be like, eh. like they were all fine and fun and like brainless, mindless entertainment. Okay. I uh, actually couple, like, the, I actually like the spinoffs better. Um, a couple of notes. Um, high praise so, from Kevin. Cause he doesn't like to think when he's, when he's being entertained. <laughs> entertain, <laughs> me. Entertain, entertain me. That's right. Grew up on um, WWF and Ninja Turtles and like all that stuff. <laughs> like, come on. Couple, a couple of notes for you, though, Trip. if you are watching the movie. So after book two, I mean, after mm-hmm. the second movie, the guy who played Dumbledore in that one, so the head of the Hogwarts He died. School, uh, he died, which right. is sad because he was so perfect for that role. In well, real guy, life, he died. People. The guy who replaces right, him takes about three movies to ramp into the role. <laughs> and even then, Michael Gammon as Dumbledore was a huge miss. I he, mean, he, he got it towards off, the end. He didn't, but, he didn't even read the books. Like, here you are playing a tent pole character. You're really selling me on read. it, Zach. Well, listen, the movies are great, despite <laughs> Michael Gambon's absolute trashing of the best character. So the dude that played character. Daredevil didn't even know he was blind until the day before the audition. Just to throw mm-hmm. that out there as well. Ben Affleck or Charlie Cox? Charlie Cox. Ah. Huh. Fine. Didn't even know he was a blind. <laughs> like, so... Well, I think he did all right and had no we, idea. Who we added a little Marvel to this Harry Potter podcast. Because I, why not? I feel a little better now. All right. That's our um, uh, uh, one of the other things, too, is that uh, <laughs> there are uh, two twins that are in there uh, uh-huh. that you'll see if you watch it. They're, two twins. So there's four of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 there is a set of twins that okay. is in this. Uh, the Weasley brothers. Uh, jo- yes. And George. Mm-hmm. In the in the movies, they're kind of funny. In the books, they're freaking hysterical. Oh, laughed okay. out loud hysterical. Like, okay. I made a fool of myself multiple times being in a public setting, coming to a Fred and George line and laughing an ungodly amount. So just there are a couple things that the movie doesn't do quite as well. So Dumbledore probably being the chief among them. Oh, but Michael as a God. whole, the, the series of itself does a great job of capturing what is Harry Potter. Take your medication, <laughs> old man. Good mm. grief. Mm. No. So uh, last question for you guys. Uh, are you planning on introducing your kids to Harry Potter? And if so, when, what are you planning on doing that? Because I know that that's a question that gets brought mm-hmm. up quite frequently. Uh, yeah. My kids are reading the first book now. Hey. Yeah, Which so all of them are... are- Felicity and Theodore, the two, the, okay. the two older, the two that can okay. read are reading like, so yeah, so they're, Theodore likes to read and he likes books. Felicity is more like me where she's like, why am I going to read this book? So <laughs> it's, um, so it's a storyline that captures her imagination. Okay. And so I'm more using it as a tool around to, which is one of JK's original purposes was to get her excited about reading. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yep. So it's that, less around it's less around the fact that it's Harry Potter. Maybe you should more read them around, again, Kevin. I'm not reading them again. Um <laughs> I'm not reading them, period. I didn't read them the first time. Um but it's more around by again, I mean at all. Yeah. Getting her to learn how to fall in love with reading. What if right. that's Harry Potter, I'll be the biggest Harry Potter fan in the world. And how's yeah. how's your Theodore uh taking to the books too? He's fine. They're like in chapter two. They just started like three days ago. Okay. Um, but okay. he, li- he likes it. Like 
he he likes he enjoys reading period like he'll pick up a book okay. just to read something he's more of like my wife in that oh, way look, like she'll like, pick up a book and read yeah <laughs> So if he's not playing a sport, he'll he'll read. Orwell. Oh, little brothers, Kazimov. Uh, light reading. <laughs> Isaac Asimov. Here we go. So I uh, two books in a weekend. But, but I I totally get that. I mean, I, I think that's Pizza a party. Just get them excited about the discipline itself. Like my mom, right. like I, I talk about how much I love reading. I didn't really like to read until my mom got me these little Pokemon chapter books. Yep. And that I've been a bookworm ever since. Cause I'm like, wait, this is what reading can be. Well, I gotta, I gotta read them all. I gotta catch them all. Oh, and no. yeah. uh, after that, I mean, Hugh I, theme song. I want. I love Pokemon. I want to read best. the very best. Like no, I, can't be able to read. I, don't need, I don't need to read the best. I just what, need to be able to what read. Have, what have <laughs> I done? <laughs> I started something I can't stop. Totally on you. Pokemon yeah. is awesome. Read them on. I'm pretty sure that's no, my young. My younger brother's 11 years younger than me. So when Pokemon was getting big, he was like in kindergarten. I was like a junior or senior in high school. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that's the way he and I connected. So I have like this huge love <laughs> for Pokemon. My sister and I both had uh, uh, Game Boy Colors. I had red and she had blue. Yep. And, you know, we would use the old cables to connect to, to battle. <laughs> But she only had she only had one uh, Pokemon that she had ever leveled up. It was like level 80. (laughs) And anytime I would all the others were like level two. Anytime I would start beating her and she realized that she didn't have anything that she could fight back with. She would just pull the cable out from the Game Boy and run away from the battle. We we need to change the title of this episode to "Why Should You Like Harry Potter?" to "Why Should We Keep Talking About Things That Aren't Harry Potter?" <laughs> no, no, it's "Why Should You Love Harry Potter?" and some other stuff too. Yeah, and some other stuff. Um, and in answer to the question too, kind of, you know, Chris and I have talked about this as well. I, I'd also argue that it kind of depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily like you know at. 11 years old, you magically get the ability to read Harry Potter. Well, you, mm-hmm. you know, 11 year olds come in all shapes and sizes when it comes to maturity levels. Um, mm-hmm. And so like if you're, you know, your Theodore is reading at a younger age because he just enjoys reading and you know, he's that's something that he's able to handle. And then Felicity, you know, maybe, you know, she's at the upper echelons of it and is enjoying reading the books. Like I, it, to me, it's all about maturity level uh, discernment. Can you show me that you can think this is just fantasy and not actual reality? Because some kids, well, do I, have- I think in our households, the general nerd households by five, six kids have a general grasp on fantasy and reality. Yeah. What's fantasy? Well, and I will say, I don't have any intentions of introducing my kids to anything. Uh, you know, it's not oh, like I have this grand scheme, this grand plan. Exactly. It's not like I have this grand plan of go, okay, when you're six years old, we're going to introduce you to Mickey Mouse. And then by the time you're 13, you're probably going to be old enough for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or, yeah, that's right. They're ready now. Yeah, I I have no 20 year (laughs) plan for my kid. Exactly. But she's going to catch wind of it at some point, you know, and she's going to come home talking about Harry Potter. And yeah, like to your point, uh, Andrew, if if I think she's mature enough for it, then yeah, okay, let's let, well, let's watch the movie and see what you think of. Mm -hmm. And if she becomes a fan, I will say that is probably, that is probably the best chance I have of actually watching all the movies is doing it because if she becomes a fan Mm. and then it becomes a, then it becomes a bonding experience, which to me blows my mind that this is still a conversation that we're having you know, nearly 20 years, 20 15, years, 20 later. years after the fact. Yeah. And the fact that we can think that say in 10 years that we think that this is still going to be a thing. 
Oh yeah. Well, it's been a year for it's been a thing for twenty plus years already. I know it's just mm-hmm. remarkable that it, it it to me it speaks a lot about the series and what's in those books. Well, and what the for so the long. world that's been created, mm-hmm. and uh, for for me introducing it to Rowan, it, it's going to be very similar to y'all's approach. It sounds like Andrew to where you, you really just the the discernment of can can the kid handle uh, not just discerning if this is fantasy, but the 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 later the books get they get dark and there there's yeah. some really hard moral quandaries that they have to tackle with some very mature adult things they have to encounter uh nothing nothing explicit um but just the things that i wouldn't want someone who's in elementary to quite lose their innocence that quickly <laughs> there's um, no drug dealing spells there's no <laughs> oh listen, i mean there's listen no, there's uh, there's killing spells there's spells that can torture people i mean there there's some heavy hitting things cuz cuz jk rowling roughly it, it was supposed to be kind of like world war 2 all over again so i mean think concentration camps think totalitarian governments like that kind of thing like that's I, i'm not going to be like hey rowan let's just you know jaunt through north korea cuz it's fun it's you know you need to be able to handle this and mm-hmm. um i i know like when my mom let me get into it, it was only, uh, you know, book five was out. And I mean, book five was darker, but uh, now we're, we're at the reality where, okay, Rowan reads book one. Well, all seven are out. Are all the movies are out. So mm-hmm. I can't just wait for him to grow up. You have to strategically, okay, what entry point are you okay to watch all of them? Because I'm the, I'm the, once I get into something, I, I'm, I'm driving this train to the end of the track yeah. or at least how much. Yeah. And when you're a late. kid, when you're a kid, there's no such thing as delayed gratification. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have it all at once. No, you don't our, have yeah, exactly. our kids are going to grow commercial. up in the world where the only thing they have to wait for is the next episode of Mandalorian. If they mm-hmm. please keep doing it a week <laughs> later, like I'm like, please give us things we have to wait for. I, I actually crave that. Like, I don't want to just binge. But not commercials. It. Well, Zach, I think the primary right. difference between you, you, uh, your approach and my approach is going to be, you're probably going to hide the books in the attic for four years <laughs> before <laughs> Rowan gets a chance to read them. Probably, probably. <laughs> um, so to wrap the conversation up one last final question. Um, so uh, trip really at this point, like how likely do you think it is that you would give the series even a second chance? Okay. So when we started this scale of one to 10, one being never going to pick them up, never going to watch them. 10 being, I got to do it right now. Um, I was probably a two when we started. Oh, wow. I'll say, I'll say I'm a, I'm a healthy, I'm a healthy five, six okay. right now. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm a little more interested after talking so we, to you guys. We uplifted you a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm good oh, with we, that. We, I, we've been, we've been your hairy spotters. Uh, I was about to Wait, give you what? a virtual <laughs> high five and then I'm taking it back now. <laughs> and then Kevin, you're just never going to pick the books up. Period. I'm not, I'm not, I just, I'm just not, but as what if two, they turn it into a comic book? Uh, there's so many other comic books I'd rather read. See, I, w- <laughs> okay. I want them to turn Harry Potter into a seven season animated TV show. Animated, That's where I want to yes. see where it goes. Not anime. I would like to see it like style of Avatar Last Airbender. That's me. But hmm. I, I think that, that's a that's a whole other episode for a whole other day. Well, I, I, I had a blast talking about this. This was good. It was magical. Um, Okay, well, we have our game coming up this week, which I'm always excited for, definitely more so than Zach's puns. And we will be right back after this break, so stick around. Today's game is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds slash sponsors, and it'll take you straight there. Thanks, guys. 
Okay, this week we got our game. Woohoo! And yeah. our game yeah. master for today is drum roll, please. <gasps> Zach. Zach is going to be our game master for today. What, he what? found something that uh, I'm really interested to see how this is going to go. All right. Well, I'm excited about this one. So this one is very similar to the game we played on our Lord of the Rings episode, which if you've not listened to that one yet, listeners, is fantastic. Um, but this one is, is it a Harry Potter spell or a human disease? All right. So the way this is going to work is round Robin. So I'll start with trip and say the word and then ask trip to say, is that a spell or is it a human disease? And he basically has a 50, 50 chance of being right. And then I'll move to Kevin, ask him, then Andrew, then wash, rinse, repeat. So I've got 20 of these. So we could have a tie and I do have a tiebreaker just in case. All right. So trip starting off Mm -hmm. with you. Speller disease, impedigo, impedigo. Spell. You're gonna have me spell this. All right, impedigo. No, I, said, I didn't say spell it. I said it's a spell. <laughs> oh, gotcha. gotcha. You invented <laughs> the game. <laughs> I, I was like, you make me spell this. All right, no, well. I didn't say spell it. I said it's a spell. <laughs> gotcha. Well, just the look on your face was so quizzical. You're like spell. My face is hidden behind a microphone. Don't blame it on my face. Well, guess what? You got a point. Woohoo! It is a spell. So Trip gets the first point. What does it do? Impedigo. I didn't look that up. Okay. I don't have time for that. All right. So, Kevin. Farula. Farula. That's a disease. It is. That is a disease of the foot. I didn't. I looked mm. up the diseases. I didn't look up the oh, spells. You didn't look up the spells. <laughs> okay, so you only did half your job today. Okay. Um, uh, all right. So, Andrew, <laughs> Descendium. Uh, that is a Harry Potter spell. It is. All right. That was the easiest round, believe it or not. So here <laughs> that, we go. That round did feel easy. All hey, right. Just so I was curious as what the Impedigo spell meant, and I just Googled it, and uh, it's a <laughs> disease as well. I could have gone. I could. What? It's also called. It's also called school sores. It's a staff infection. Wow. You get so it's both. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Well, this, this w- game. This game is rigged. Zach just wants Trip to finally win a game. He wants him to win the Harry Potter game. All of yours are both Trip. Oh man. Trip's playing the millennial game. So uh, everyone's a winner. Well, on this website, it had Impedigo as a spell, which it it is. Um, not wrong all right so and by, here we and go. by the way we will provide the link to the website where we got this from uh in our in show, show notes, notes as well yep yes Great. it's webmd.com oh the spells okay <laughs> no, sorry gotcha. <laughs> we'll provide the link on where you can find in pedigo all right here we go all right so trip next one noma uh that's a disease that is indeed a disease yeah. nice. all right kevin yes Fernucullus. That is a spell. It is a spell. Well done. All right. Y'all are going through this. Okay. We got this. All right. Andrew. Protag Horribilis. Well, uh, oh, in this case, can you spell it? Because I'm not. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, it's two words. Protag Horribilis. P-R-O-T-E. Pro, pro, protag. Protag. Yeah. Horribilis. H O R R I B I L L I S. Prote horribilis. That sounds more disease. That is a spell. Really? Nice. Yeah. So that one, I actually do know that is a Hermione spell in book seven when she's protecting the camp. 
I do know that one. So the two Crap, people who didn't know about Harry in the Potter are winning right this now. game. <laughs> what was that, Kevin? The two people that know nothing about Harry Potter are winning this game. Currently, mm-hmm. currently, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's, All right, still many more questions. Trip, trip. Uh-huh. Anna Paneo. Isn't that like number six on the Panera Bread menu? <laughs> <laughs> I think that comes with ham and steak. Uh, Anna Paneo. Anna Paneo. I'm going to say spell. That is a disease. Okay. Anna Paneo. All right. Just to speed things up. We'll let you can also look it up. Panera. (laughs) Probably. Probably. All right. Kevin. Yes. Pimphagus. That's a spell. That is a disease. (sighs) Pimphagus. Pimphagus, pimphagus is a fungus. Pimphagus? Pimphagus. Pimphagus. <laughs> yeah, P-E-M-P-H-I-G-U-S. Pimphagus. Pimphagus. That sounds like, that sounds like an It's disgusting town. saying it, guys. <laughs> not going to lie. Pimphagus. No, you got four grown men all got pimphagus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great for SEO. Francisco. <laughs> all right. Andrew. Oh, dear. Ventiligo. Ventiligo? Ventiligo. Don't make him spell it. Disease. That is a spell. God, man. We all whiffed that round. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that was a whole whiff around. <laughs> all okay, right. I'm, I'm looking this up because it may be a disease at this point, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ventiligo. V-I-T-I-L-I-G-O. Ventiligo. Okay. So, uh trip yeah pelagra viagra (laughs) pelagra oh paella p-e-l-l-a-g-r-a pelagra Pelagra. you have 50 50 chance kevin that's a good question (laughs) i have a zero at least (laughs) this round hasn't gone mine (laughs) <laughs> i still can't believe i did that i did that like twice at least twice. twice okay all right if Pelegra. Pelegra. the last episode please go back and listen to that Pelegra. this is the um, longest 50 50 choice <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna b uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say um i'm gonna say disease bingo all right ah, points sorry, back on the board oh. thanks all right. That's why it Kevin. took so long. Yes. Kevin. Serpensortia. This spell. That is a spell. <sighs> that one readers See, of the I books would know. That. All right. Andrew. Uh. Sonara. <laughs> Do you want to try that one more time? Sonaras. Or sonorous. Actually, I think it's sonorous. S-O-N-O-R-U-S. Sonorous. Um spell. Yes. Again, oh, I was okay. like, I just spelled it for you. I really picked the wrong game, guys. I was like, I just spelled it for you. This I is say a Harry, spell. Harry Potter, Harry Potter spell. All right. That is a sleeping spell. H-A-R-R-Y-P-O-T-T-E-R. H-A-P-P-Y. All right. Trip. Mm-hmm. Galicio. Spell. That is a spell. Bam. Well done. All right. Kevin. Morphia. I'm going to go with disease. That is a spell. That is a spell. Morphia. All right. Andrew. <laughs> Alopecia totalis. 
What? Bless you. <laughs> Alopecia totalis. Um, disease. I'd get a spell. That's a spell. That's a disease. <laughs> oh, it's really? So that mathematically, is he eliminated? Is Andrew eliminated Wait, mathematically is now? Alopecia totalis like a like a balding spell or something? I think it's a freezing spell. Because alopecia, no, alopecia is, totalis is there. Uh, like, a- alopecia wow, is the like um, comes out. Yeah, but yeah, that's from the first one. So this one, I alopecia guess, alopecia is, is literally like people who have no hair, like no eyebrows, no hair, no hair on their head. Oh, no maybe it's a balding spell. Maybe it's a balding no, spell. There is a um, a spell I believe that Hermione does that makes a Slytherin. Uh, Slytherin's eyebrows continue to grow. Ah, that might be correctly. it. That might be it. That could be it. Oh, so it's the exact opposite. It's 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 total total hair. Yeah, it could <laughs> be. Okay, what? total. Right. All right, trip. <laughs> yeah, lupus. L u p u s. Lupus. That's a disease. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's absolutely a disease. Well, turns out it is both. <laughs> oh, you put another boat. You got two that were both. Got two boats. Sweet. Oh, this game. I like this game. Let's talk about Harry Potter next week too. Um, that was actually uh, that was not intentional, but I realized, huh? Yeah, that's uh, both. Promise that was not intentional. All right. So Kevin. trip. Okay. Trip. What did you pay him this week? You probably paid him like ten bucks more than I did. Right, yeah, I'm eating ramen for the rest of the week. <laughs> Kevin Locomordo Mortis. Zach, enjoy your new car. That's a spell. That is a spell. That's a spell. Mm. All right. Andrew. Here we go. Korea. But it's, it's a place. C- but it's <laughs> That's C- a country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> C- North H- or South? <laughs> C-H-O-R-E-A. Korea. C-H-O-R-E-A. Korea. 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 Uh, I'm going to go with Crayola? disease. That sounds more disease. That is a spell. <laughs> Man. <laughs> loser. This is sucks. <laughs> This all right, game, so this game it turns out, sucks. You it all turns suck. Out that Andrew, Andrew is a um, Andrew is a, an aficionado of um, Harry Potter, but not virology. <laughs> yeah, really, we go. He's really needs to bone up on his medical diagnosis. Well, Andrew's on a losing spell currently. So, mm. um, all right, so Trip, that was my favorite pun. If you get this next one correct, you will win by default. Mathematically oh, no. win, or if you get it wrong, Kevin has a chance to tie, and we can go to my tiebreaker. So Andrew okay. can't even catch up. So the no. big Harry Potter guy can't even catch up. <laughs> I'm so disappointed uh, right be, now. So either so way, I'm happy with the outcome. See, books of are game. overrated. Books are overrated, people. <laughs> That's right. All right. So trip. That's right. Trip. <laughs> Here we go. The, this could be a historical daggum nerds moment for the win. Disease or spell. Agnosia. Thunder. <laughs> so good. Wait, sorry. Wrong game. Um... <laughs> Mine? Agnosia. Agnosia. Doesn't that mean like you don't believe in God or any kind of a <laughs> deity <laughs> or agnostic. agnostic? I know. <laughs> I know. Agnosia. Agnosia. Mm. Uh, disease. I'd go spell. That was a yeah. spell. All right. Oh, Should have gone with my gut. Okay. Kevin. Should have gone with my gut. For the tie. All right. Here Win. We go. For the okay. tie. So wait, so it's either a tie and we go to tiebreaker. Yeah, so it's tie or tiebreaker. Okay. Or trip wins if you get so this. So trip, wrong. you still can pull this off. Yeah, so trip mm. can still pull this off. All right, here we go. Terran I'm going spell. That is a spell. Oh. All right. So we are going to the tiebreaker with five on five. Just so okay. people can know, Andrew scored two. 
Oh, <laughs> take that. Take that, you book learning people. I, I'm just going <laughs> to sit over here in the corner of shame and wear the This is the hat. equivalent of a 95-pound weakling winning the Super Bowl right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. What is the Super Bowl? No. Um, all right. So for tiebreaker, I had four more. So I, I may have to do some Googling if, uh, if y'all get this. All right. So, so are we ringing in or is it just back? No, no. And forth so now? I'm going to go trip and then Kevin. Okay. All right. So I, I only had four of these written down. So uh, if we get to four, I'm going to be Googling some more spells and diseases. <laughs> that's we'll just pick some random Harry Potter trivia question. That's in. a fun. Uh, that's a fun. Yeah. Pick, <laughs> pick a Harry Potter trivia question. Yeah, okay. Um, here we After go. Andrew is out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> All um, right. Trip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alohomora. Oh, that's a spell. Oh. Hello, Guamora. Okay. That is indeed a spell. All right. Kevin. Yes. Lumos. That is a disease. That is a spell. Oh. Meaning, meaning <laughs> that trip wins for the very Ta-da, first time. Ta-da. No, I've won one. I've won one. Yeah, one that is, that's true. He has won another one. Oh, he did. He's, he did. Remember, he's anyway. our champion Internet Explorer sexist dumpster Oh, that's fire. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. So da-da, I would like to point da-da, out the guy da-da, that we spent this entire episode da-da, trying to convince see, to watch the series. Now I don't need to. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to read it. This game has rendered your entire argument moot. This was a waste of a podcast for the for you two. I hope you enjoyed that. To a two. Invalid. That's right. So good. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the winning spell. Yeah, it feels so yeah, um, losing spell. Wait, absolutely uh, no different. But, but again, two of them were they could have been both. So uh, yeah, rigged. Well, I'm that, just that, that was not intentional for the record. Uh-huh, not intentional. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey guys, next up is our dad game QA, which is always a blast. I always look forward to this. So we'll be back in just a moment. Got a question for the dads? Got a joke that makes your kids groan? You want a specific topic on the podcast? Then head to dadgumnerds.com contact and send us your thoughts. We read every submission, and you might just hear it on the podcast. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com contact, and we'll catch you later, dadgum nerds. So dadgum Q&A this week. Kevin, what question are we going to be tackling? We got a question from Joshua Neely Thank via you, Joshua. the website. Did. And Joshua is awesome. I've known Josh for over 20 years. And uh, to qualify this, we've been sitting on this question for a good bit. Josh, we did read this question. We were about to do a whole episode on yeah, it and all we, realized we had pretty similar responses to it. We so. nearly did. We nearly oh, did. I, oh, <laughs> mm, I have Fun, words. Yeah. I'm not using them. Fun fact about Josh real quick. Hit one of a video that he was part of what viral a couple years ago with him and a Tesla. So we'll let you guys Google that. We can oh, talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So Josh read a rumor regarding Star Wars trilogy sequel reset using a multiverse concept. Ooh. If you were at the helm, would you reboot? How far would you go? He would suggest we reboot the prequels and the sequels, make Jedi less powerful, more in line with the original trilogy. What are our, what are our thoughts? Uh, Zach is our resident Star Wars expert. Um, what is your uh, concise opinion on this? Absolutely no reboots. I, I think one of the trademarks of Star Wars is that there's not time travel. So I, be, be it as it may that the, the prequels and sequels are a sore spot. I say we just stick with it and let's explore content 
outside of the Skywalker saga. That, I don't want, I, I don't want to reboot. I'm already really upset that rebels introduced this world in between worlds that introduces the possibility of this reboot of which all this rumors, the Palpatine is going to travel in the world between worlds and reincarnate again. Cause we can't think of a better villain than Palpatine. So I'm absolutely no reboot. There are so many other things to explore. It's a universe people. Mm-hmm. It's a universe. Uh, There's so I'm many other you. things we can explore. I'm with you on that, uh, Zach, as well. I'm really excited about actually where the book series are getting ready to go. I think in January of this yes, coming year. Yes, the High Republic. Books, the High Republic, which is set 200 years before the Skywalker saga. Yep. Is it a movie There's, or is it a book? It's book series. It's so book. Never <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we just have to wait till it eventually gets made into uh, into movies because or Hollywood that hard up for uh, content. Um, but I'm excited about what they're going to be doing in that if they decide to continue down that. But yeah, get out of the Skywalker saga. Don't reboot it. Just hit a different time period, either before or after. Move on. Yeah, like Trip said earlier in this episode, just 100% more lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think if you get out of this Star Wars saga, for like for just the movie fan, like it's just another sci-fi film. Hmm. Hmm. Something that keeps Star Wars, Star Wars is the sky, the Skywalkers and the world around. But, but even if there's the Force and lightsabers and you know, all the kind of hallmarks of what makes Star Wars, Star Wars, even if it means no Skywalker. I mean, I don't need a Skywalker, but maybe something that's happening around. Like you could do uh thought and really there's like, other than Vader, is there a ton of Skywalkers in this in it? Well, they, uh, they've kind <laughs> of written themselves into a corner now. Thank you. End of rebels season four. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, Mandalorian doesn't have, I mean, the first lightsaber we saw was the dark saber. And I think a it's a fantastic like, series. Yep. A lot of people like rogue one. And that's a, in the same timeline. There's no, yeah. there's one of, lightsaber real. Of the, new ones, of the new ones. That is my favorite. Right. So, I mean, like, I think there's so much you can do in that world. Like I'd love to see something about Boba Fett. Please. Before. Like, why do I care about him? Like he got beat up by, he got killed by a blind guy. Like <laughs> recovering like blind guy. He is supposed. Well, okay. So again, he, he did supposedly survive and he is supposedly going to be in the Mandalorian season two. Right. There's that is lots true. of rumors. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't care about him surviving. Around. Why does people, why do people care about him? Because, because people read books. Over. They read yeah. books, Kevin. He had a <laughs> life outside of the, uh, outside of the movies. Uh, uh-huh. well, he was, uh, just, he was like a hundred percent cool factor. Um, the problem I have with multiverses is it, it, completely negates consequences and consequences in movies. Yes. Consequences in movies are what actually make people care. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you go back to the original trilogy, nobody knew what was going to happen to Han after he got frozen in carbonite. No. Um, And you cared. could easily. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the thing is that like, we, we didn't know that we didn't know how Luke was going to rebound from getting his hand cut off and Mm -hmm. everything like that. It was a, you know, it was a dark movie um, because you didn't know how it was, things were going to finally get tied off and the like unfortunately when something is super successful like the marvel universe people want to take bits and pieces out of it and because they think that's a formula for success and mm-hmm. the problem is is that they wind up ruining their own individual ips yeah um mm-hmm. so with star wars no i don't want to see any reboot i don't want to see a multiverse you will actually lose me as a fan if i if i wind up having to keep up with a multiverse um because I want to be invested in uh, what's going on in the movies. And if I think there's even the possibility that this person is going to get resurrected 
or I'm going to see them again, then I don't care. I mean, I, I walked I walked out of Force Awakens with a pit in my stomach because they killed off Han. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, the, I, the idea exactly. But if they had established a, a reboot or a you know, um multiverse at that point, it, it wouldn't have had the same impact on me. Well, I'm still mm-hmm. convinced that one of the easiest fixes for kind of the staleness of Rise of Skywalker for Ray's character arc would be if Chewie actually died. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if she actually had to grapple with the fact that she was responsible for killing Chewie because of a moment of dark side. Like that mm-hmm. that would be something to really have to come back from. But no, mm-hmm. the, the filmmakers didn't even have the audience wait a scene before they're like, no guys, just kidding. Chewie's actually still alive. <laughs> yeah. Please buy the toy. Like it was just, <laughs> uh. Yeah, Kevin, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, All right. I really like... Ke- Kevin suffers from I Agnosia. Good, I do want good Star Wars content again. If that means I get a multiverse to get it in, whatever. Like, um, I'm wow. super excited about Marvel's multiverse coming up with all the rumors going around with Doctor Strange, but I want to see good Star Wars content again mm-hmm. from a film perspective. Like... Mandalorian, I, I love. It's great. I, but I want to see films. I'm and with if you, multiple, Kevin. If Multiverse gets me there, then that's fine. Fair and enough. I'm with you, Kevin. I think I'm glad you touched on Marvel because I think that the multiverse obviously is something that works in comic books, that fantasy side of things. But Star Wars has not even been close to establishing mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. really, unless you've watched anything Star Wars Rebels. So uh, I'm but there's on more Marvel on content the- out there than there is Star Wars content, mm-hmm. period. Right. That's yeah. true. But I mean, so, comics have to deal with far more volume than an IP like Star Wars. Yeah. So you have to eventually recycle a character at some point because you've right. got there's 400 star, there's issues. Star, there's Star Wars comics too. Like there's no, mm-hmm. like I would have no it's, problem. But it's a multiverse. thriving industry is Star Wars comics. Like mm-hmm. as far as I'm just comics saying, go. Yeah, but what they well, focus on guess, primarily is Vader. Like they focus mm-hmm. on the sub stories. I mean, it's basically yeah. like clone wars or rebels where they dive in deeper into the in-between episodes. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm, uh, you know, I, I I'll concede to Kevin's point. I, I'll still probably go see it. I, I'll still probably watch the movies, but I want to feel my feelings. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel my feelings as deeply when I know there's the possibility that all these, all these decisions and these, um, th- these things that happen in the movies can be com- rendered completely pointless. Yeah. So, um, Basically, I think all of us, uh, with the exception of Kevin, uh, just say don't. I don't care. <laughs> and Kevin just doesn't entertain care. me. <laughs> <laughs> make it. We're going to make Good that point. a T-shirt. Entertain right. me. He doesn't clap, think clap. while he watches movies anyway, so I guess it just wouldn't matter. Well, guys, if you want to be like Joshua Neely and have us talk about your question on the show, uh, head to dadgumnerds.com/contact. We love hearing from you. All right, let's wrap this thing up and head towards our dad joke of the week. Be back in a second. Did you know Dagum Nerds has merch? Well, if you'd like a Dagum Nerds t-shirt, sweater, hoodie, water bottle, sticker, or even a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, head to dagumnerds.com slash store. It's the perfect way to support the show and rock that dad swag. Again, that's dagumnerds.com slash store. You'll never know what's in store. All right, so guys, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that my subconscious really wanted Trip to win because having two both <laughs> answers in a 50-50 game, wow. I, I learned that apparently uh, the key to winning 
in this game is to have an inverse amount of knowledge on <laughs> on whatever you're being quizzed on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I learned that I don't need to read or the Harry Potter books or watch the movies because I'm the Harry Potter trivia because champion. I am That's what I'm king. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I learned the same thing. Like these Harry Potter guys think it's you yeah. need all this content. No, but me and Trip are just fine not yeah, knowing and, and still the winning. Guy, and it is the guy who has read nary a word of the books wound up coming in second. So yeah. uh, and I would come in first if you want to get those silly 50-50s. Well, the next time you come to a life-altering decision because you had to identify a spell or a disease, you are set, Trip. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, be sure to check out Dadgum Nerds on Instagram, Facebook, our merch store, and more. And you can find all that at dadgumnerds.com. That on is the Google? D-A-D- on the, the Google? Google. On the Google. D-A-D-G-U-M-N-E-R-D-S dot com. And if you know anyone who you think would enjoy the podcast, be sure to send them our way. Really, we can't do this without you guys we can't grow without you guys and it's by far the best way for others to find out about the show um it's via via you our listeners so uh but that's gonna have to wait for just a second before you share that with people because it is time for our dad joke of the week (laughs) trip what is our dad joke of the week uh today's dad joke of the week why thank you Uh, today's dad joke of the week comes from another Josh. Uh, Joshua. Wow. Josh, Joshua. 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 Rachel, Rachel Green. Joshua. Okay. Rachel Green. So, yep. From Friends. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, what does Joshua, what is his last McCausland. name? We're just Joshin. Mr. Joshua McCausland, um, has submitted a dadgum joke via the website. If you guys want to get in on this, you can go to dadgumnerds.com slash contact guys. Have you seen Mount Rushmore before it was carved? No. No, no. I have not. What? It was unprecedented. <laughs> wow. yeah, it's just crickets. <laughs> Tiny little crickets. <laughs> Josh, I know you submitted to oh, uh, the podcast to before, and apparently I gave you a hard time, and you texted Andrew and said, I thought that joke was funny, so I'm just going to speak life. Um, you are a beautiful doofus. <laughs> so trip if you had messed you up that beautiful joke, goofball if you had messed up that joke would have been defaced no 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 yeah no. i would have to no. yeah yeah <laughs> Floats your boat um speaking of puns what is the pun count for this episode yeah it is i got i got 10 15 15 one day you kevin were, we're actually gonna match you were you were on fire you were on fire today like there was smoke coming off of your pin and pad uh, oh yeah you were putting tallies down every, like every couple of seconds. All right, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Again, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you later. Dadgum nerds. Bye everybody. Bye. Episode totalis. Game over.